0: Cowan and you are listening to a word from the tabernacle. As we enter into the holy season of Lent, we pray God has kept you and your families throughout 2021 thus far. God has been so good to us and we are glad about it. We took some time to rest, recharge, prepare, and plan for the great things God has in store for us in this podcast this year. Although our leader, Bishop L. F. Thuston, has concluded in the favor series, that has not stopped the anointed gospel he delivers every week. In fact, he has proclaimed this year to be the year of the word. I hope that this message inspires you, builds your faith, and gives you perspective into God's moving in your life. Thank you for joining us. Now let's go in and listen to the word.
1: Zephaniah, The book of Zephaniah. The book of Zephaniah. Not Zechariah. Zephaniah. There are two prophets in the end of the Old Testament whose names begin with a Z. The one that is more familiar is Zechariah. It's a longer 12 or 13 chapters. And it is written at a different time in history. And there's many references to Zechariah. The next to the last of the prophets, but Zephaniah, shorter but just as impactful and urgent. And so this black prophet, this African descendant, who is the descendant also of King Hezekiah, he gives an incomparable um, summary of how God is going to send punishment on the earth for the Jews and the Gentiles, but for the remnant that will believe they will escape and he will bring restoration to those that have been judged. But in chapter 2 and verse 15, I want you to see the side effect or the byproduct of aligning yourself appropriately. Chapter 2, 15 verse, this is the rejoicing city that dwelt carelessly. It was a wonderful place, so much joy. But they began to live carelessly and said in her heart, I am and there is none beside me. Now she, is she become a desolation? It's a shame. A place for the wild animals, the beasts to lie down in and everyone that passeth by her Shall hiss and wag her head. Uh, this is what the greatness of Jerusalem will become. I mean, it's 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 a shame what it will turn into. And so Zephaniah also makes it very clear that the problem that they are. Facing in his day, and I'll talk about this more on Thursday in our meditation, is worshiping the stars. They had added to their many, many, many backslidden practices being fascinated with the planets. Um, and he goes into some detail in these three chapters that they had contracted mediums and sorcerers, workers of the dark arts. These were people that knew the Ten Commandments, that knew the Old Testament prophecy and the Psalms. These were those that were in the covenant. But they thought because the nations around them, the Philistines, the Moabites, the Ammonites, thought that the people around them, the Amalekites, and especially the Babylonians, and the Chaldeans, for them it was so normal, they had become familiar with a way that was contrary to the covenant. Thank you, Jesus. Um, They thought they could just mix it all together. But as they went, they found out they were risking the blessing of their city. They were risking the joy of their life. They were risking the flow of blessings upon them and their community and their family because the day would surely come when they would be the target of, if you will, S-M-H. And I want you to hear that again in this verse. In that last verse, listen at what they can expect will happen. They're going to be so careless until everyone that passes by s- 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 is beyond words, hiss, won't even have a way to describe how much they have forfeited their own inheritance. Even those that are not in the covenant will say, We never thought they would fall this low. We never thought they would be this slaughtered, this afflicted, this hopeless. We never thought they would have this many addictions that they could not shake. We never thought that they would be so full of perversion that they would call wrong right and right wrong. Never thought they'd be killing their own babies and considering it birth control and a woman's right to choose. Never never thought that men would be thinking they were a Woman in a man's body. My God. And a woman be thinking she is a man in a woman's body. We never thought they'd be so corrupt, so barbaric, until on the 6th of January, they would be climbing the walls of the capital city like ninjas with weapons and former police officers and military officers to take a coup over their own nation. Never thought... That their whole nation would be on the brink of collapse, and others would walk by and hiss. And W. H. I would say S. I go S. M. H. And I found out what that meant the other day. After about twenty some texts, S. Stands for shake. M stands for my and H stands for hand. Oh, I know somebody going to say, no, it stands for head. When you shake your head, saying ain't it a shame. But it's beyond that for Zephaniah. He says in the last three words, they will wag their hand. They will be saying that is a shell of what they used to be. They used to be so happy. They used to have so much dignity. They used to to have such a good job. Their family used to be so stable. I don't have any help here. They used to go to church. They used to to quote the Bible. They used to rebuke the devil. They, They used to be so blessed. They used to be the envy. But now that they've aligned themselves with the stars, they will hiss and shake their hand. God's been good to me. I said, God's been good to me. And for that reason, it would be a hissing shame for me to be distracted by the stars. It's amazing how that is becoming so prominent. Uh, 55% of Americans believe in astrology. 55%. There are 135,000 credentialed, part-time believe and practice astrology. And no one ever stopped to tell them that is a trap, that is a trick, that is one of the most subtle chokeholds that the enemy puts on your spirit And people are vulnerable to that because they have never heard or studied what the word of God says about the zodiac. Thank you, Jesus. Um, It's a sign of the end time. There There are peaks and valleys when this practice, this religious false science peaks. And one time was during the Roman Empire when they were godless and their culture was collapsing and when the emperor role was under attack and it looked like that all of their religion was failing them, that ancient Babylonian, Chaldean, and Egyptian practice, it peaked. It went back down into the Middle Ages. And as the Renaissance period came in, And discovery came about printing and about literature and about education. That's when it peaked again. And then it went down until the 1930s. And in the 1930s, it became a selling item for newspapers. And then it peaked again. And then it went down again until the last five years. And in the last five years, more people have been fascinated by what they can see about the stars and the moons and the constellations and of all things, their birthday. So when you were born, and they have what are called 12 houses because they teach that space is divided into 12 spaces and those houses are the zodiac classifications. And where the moon is when you are born determines your personality. Tell the truth, Lord. Where the moon is in the constellations, in the house that you are born in, dep- depend- determines your actions. Actually, it determines your fate. And so every day, there's an update of lies to make you believe that that's a guide for your daily experience. Thank you, Jesus. And there are a couple of fundamental flaws with that before I give you these texts and then I'll be finished. And one is, it's based on the idea that the earth is the center of the universe. And when astrology began, it was based on that ignorant science. And not until Copernicus and Galileo made it clear that the sun is the center of the universe. And that means all of the charts are wrong because they're based on outdated false information. And not only that, it's based on the day of your birth. And what really determines your personality and your life is not the day you were born, but the day you were conceived. That's when your life started when you were conceived in the womb, you could be born prematurely or you could have a birthday that is beyond the date. But when you conceived, there's no looking back. And that's why nobody ought to kill a baby in the womb because his life or her life is not the choice of an adult. It ought to be the choice of the baby that's trying to live. And the other evidence is twins. Twins are born the same day. Twins are conceived the same day. Twins have exactly the same parents. The moon and the stars and the constellations are in the exact same position when identical twins are born. And yet, according to astrology, that cannot explain why they have two different personalities, two different tracks of life, Two different experiences. So that is evidence that it doesn't matter when you were conceived or born. What really matters is God's plan for your life. Say yes. But in 2 Timothy 4 and 3, and you don't have to write all these scriptures. i have them for you on the screen before it's over. The scripture says, in the last days, perilous times will come. In the last days, men will not endure sound doctrine. In the last days, they will have itching ears and will be turned from the truth under fables. In the last days, they will heap to themselves teachers and they will believe a lie rather than the truth. So when we talk about these stars, I'm on the devil's territory. Because this is what he uses to cause people to think it's just entertainment. It's just harmless literature. It's just a discussion starter. Help me, Jesus. I'm not worshiping anybody else. And it may, it may seem so harmless. And all the time the devil is trapping your spirit in a way that you cannot run a victorious race. So we are living in the end times. In the end times. And in the end times, people will be turned from their love of God, from their worship of God, from the word of God to something else that seems so innocent. innocent. And number two, let's see what the Bible says about the stars. They're in the Bible. The planets are in the Bible. Astrology said there's only seven, but they found out that there are two more. And not only that, they discovered two more planets, another reason why the charts were wrong then, and they're worthless now. But the constellations are in the Bible. In fact, in Genesis 1 and 14, It says God made the stars, and God made the sun and the moon as indicators of seasons. Those are the guides to let you know when it's winter or summer or spring or fall that is coming. That's how the weather can be forecasted, and as they are in the stars, in the skies, they are designed to give you information if you don't even have an almanac. Sailors use that as their GPS. They can find out which direction. I I can tell anybody when the sun is shining. Which way is east and which way is west. God put the planets and the stars and the moon to assist us in navigating this earth. Because there's a connection between the sea below and the earth around. And the skies above. The moon affects the tides. Y'all ain't going to help me. The direct connection and the more you understand about the stars. Not to be worshipped. Not to predict your future. Not to change your personality. Not to say who you can get along with. But to know the earth is the Lord's. And the fullness thereof. To know that in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth had two great lights. One to rule the day he called the sun. One to rule the night he called the moon. And he's got the whole wide world in his hand. Say yes. In Job 9 and 9 the constellations are named. Orion is named. The dippers are named. Nothing has changed. They are the same as they were when God created them. And they are there as reminders that this world is bigger than us. That God had a plan beyond our knowledge when he put all this together. And just like you can bask in the sun and you can snuggle in the moonlight, And just as you can say. Twinkle twinkle. How I wonder. No 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 preaching on that. Up above the world. Like a diamond. That's only getting you ready. To sing the right song. Oh Lord my God. When I in. Awesome wonder. I consider all. The world. Your hands have made. I see. I'm not worshiping them. I'm not finding out what kind of person I am. I'm not talking to them. I'm not reading about my future. But I see the stars and I hear the rolling thunder, thy power throughout the universe displayed. Then sings my soul, my Savior God to thee. I wish somebody would say he's a great God. Let me conclude with just one distinction. What you're going to do when you need an alternative. You've got the proper use of the stars in the Bible. You have a star that was over Bethlehem. There's the proper use. Jesus said in the last days the stars will be shaken and fall from the skies. Those are indicators that the end of time is near never so many meteors never so many falling stars no never so many sun holes no never so many indications that not only is the earth wearing out the skies are wearing out they're not designed to be there forever because john said i saw a vision of a new earth and there's going to be a new heaven saw it coming down as a bride in revelation 21 adorned for a husband thank you jesus the new jerusalem and i heard the lord say behold the tabernacle of god is with man and i shall be their god and they shall be my people and the former things have passed away And now the new heaven and the new earth has come and there is no more sea. There is the proper use of the stars. Let me try to conclude with the improper use. An example is in Acts, I'm sorry, Daniel chapter 2. And you should read that in its respective passage on some occasion, but in chapter 2 of Daniel and verse 2, Nebuchadnezzar said, I need an interpreter. And I'm going to call for the interpreter of the dreams to be the astrologers. I'll take the soothsayers. I'll take the Chaldeans. I'll take the dream interpreters. I will take the witchcraft workers. I will take all the dark arts and the secret arts and the magicians. But in the middle of that, bring in the astrologers. And the astrologers will interpret the dream that I had. And by the time you get to uh, Acts, or rather Daniel chapter 2 and 10, Nebuchadnezzar said, I'm sick of all of y'all. I'm going to fire all of you. Matter of fact, you're going to be killed. You and your mama. I'm going to kill your whole family and your little junior, your little woo-woo, your little crumb snatchers, all your yappies. Because none of you, I pay you good money to give me information and you're all coming up with goose eggs. Then they said, wait a minute, wait a minute. Help me say, wait a minute. There's one person in all of Babylon that has answers. And he is not an astrologer. And they went and dug up Daniel, Daniel, Daniel. He's the one, he's the one that was in the lion's den. They found Daniel. He's the one that had the buddies thrown in the furnace. Shadrach. Meshach. And the bad negro named Abednego. Daniel is the one that prayed three times a day. Daniel is the one that had the vision of the 70 weeks and the coming of the Messiah. Daniel is the one that prayed until... The angel said, I heard your prayer three weeks ago, but I was on another mission. But your prayer was heard from the first day. They got Daniel, and Daniel said, I'm going to tell you. And he goes into the detail in chapter 2 and verse 18 and 20. He says, I don't use astrology, but there is a God, the God of Israel, the God of the covenant. The god who owns the universe thank you jesus the god that doesn't need to use lies and riddles about the stars and the constellations he has all of the secrets and he will tell me the interpretation of your dream do you believe he did it wave at somebody and say won't god do it my time is up now but just wave again and say won't god When Daniel told Nebuchadnezzar there's a stone that's been hewed, oh Lord, out of the mountain. When Daniel told Nebuchadnezzar the tree's going to be cut down and only a stump will be left. When Daniel Mm. told, told, told old Nebuchadnezzar you might as well get ready to see the handwriting." on the wall. Daniel said we're going to learn more about his God. Get rid of all the astrologers. The astrology is fake. The astrology is an act. The astrology is a trick. But if you really want to know what is in the future you better get to know the one who holds the future in his hand. When Herod had the Magi coming, and the wise men showed up, they knew astrology. But when they came to Herod, Herod said, I don't want the astrologer. Go get the preacher. Go get the Bible readers. Let them tell me where the king is born. And the sanctified preacher told them there's a city called Bethlehem, and that's where you'll find the baby that is our newborn king. And when, why don't y'all say when? Say when the wise men headed back home, they didn't depend on the horoscope. They didn't depend on Sagittarius. They didn't depend on the double-headed Gemini. They didn't depend on the wet fish Pisces. They did not depend on the strong-headed bull. Say yes, but an angel of the Lord told the wise men, Herod wants to kill you. You better go home another way say yes now my time is up but can i tell you there's something better help me say better better help me say better better something better than the stars thank you jesus and it's not the will of the lord that you would be in bondage it's not the will of the lord that you would be ignorant hallelujah But beloved, I wish above all things that you might prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers when you have the lily of the valley. Jesus said, I am. Jesus said, I am the bright and the morning star. You can look at the stars and look at the clouds and look at the sky and say, how great is our God? But my conversation is the one Who's above that? What I want is Jesus. I want everything he has. I want his gift. I want his grace. I want his plan. I want his love. I want his truth. I want him to be my shepherd. So that I shall not...
0: Wow, what a dynamic word. I pray that you received everything that you needed from the Lord today. Please subscribe to this channel and like and follow us on Facebook and Instagram. And if you have a prayer request or you're interested in sowing a financial seed into this ministry, or you simply want to learn more about the Boone Tabernacle Ministry, visit us at www.boontabernaclekojic.org. Again, that's www.boontabernaclekojic.org. I pray this is a week of victory and we look forward to joining together this time next week. Be blessed.